All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Birds Over Beers podcast. Just going to get this out of the way right from the beginning. We did record an episode last week, and we had some technical issues that made this audio unlistenable. We apologize. We'll be better. Now, back to this week. Eagles lose to the Packers, dropping to 3-8-1. and one. Essentially, they are completely out of the playoff race especially when you consider the Giants beat the Seahawks with their backup QB and Washington just beat the undefeated Steelers. More importantly than all of that, we officially have a quarterback controversy in Philadelphia. Uh, most thought it would be sooner, but it's finally here. So let's get into this one. Kevin, first, what are your thoughts from the game yesterday? Uh, well, my first thought is your statement about we will be better. Uh, I don't want to put my my word behind that. I cannot guarantee that we will get better ever at what we do. That well, I, don't hope, even, I don't even know if this podcast is going to work. So, well, compared to <laughs> compared to last week, if people hear that, that means that we were better because they heard nothing last week. And if we aren't better, they'll never hear us saying we'll be better. So it's a pretty safe bet. That's, that's true. That's true. Um, the only ones you'd be able to disappoint are would be me and Jacob, and I don't think Jake would be that disappointed because it would be Jacob's fault. Why we didn't pan out again. Uh, but my thoughts on the embarrassment that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, it's pretty much the same thought that I have every week. Um, this team sucks. Uh, they're out coached every week. They're outplayed every week. Um, <clears throat> other teams have playmakers and we don't. Just watching a guy like, you know, Devontae Adams go up there and, you know, make catches that. We don't have a single player on the Eagles that makes catches like that. Um, we don't even have guys on the team who make it even look like they they can make a catch like that. Like, they, I like, thought like, we did. It's not like, like that where like a guy like would be like, oh god, he just missed that. Jump. That was so close to you know what I mean. Like it, it's like oh shit, he wasn't even like that wasn't even close. You know, uh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to watch and to think about where this team is going to go because it's only going to get worse from here um uh, i i still i stand stand by what i said that this team will not win another football game the rest of the year um they're gonna want them to they're gonna get smoked by uh the saints this weekend like i think that the saints are gonna put up uh you know like another like 38 and the saints right now have a lot of people don't maybe realize this one of the best defenses in football right now, uh, what's, what they're putting out there. Um, so I don't – I think good luck, Jalen Hurts. Uh, you looked good against um, – and good compared to how shitty Carson Wentz looked against um, uh, prevent defenses. And then when they started to buckle down because they thought there was a chance that the Eagles may come back, he threw an interception. So – uh, I'm not expecting anything. I'm not expect. It's nice to see something different, other than maybe what they're running out there, um, you know. But I'm, I'm not expecting anything different results wise. And I think what you're, what you saw a guy go what five for twelve with one clear drop from Travis Fulgham. Yeah, I think you could probably expect something like that—a less than fifty percent passer um, and two interceptions and uh, maybe one. One touchdown, one rushing touchdown next week. But that's what you're expecting next week. Uh, it's what I'm expecting pretty much every week from him going forward. Yeah. 
So. I don't think that's fair. Uh, but get, Jake, hmm. what do you got? What what is not not fair? I just th- I just think <laughs> the fact that you're like, hmm, uh, yeah, he's going to be a mediocre quarterback the rest of the season. Like you have nothing to base that off of. I base it off of this football team. Like the team is not going to help him in any way. Like somehow, like these right. guys are not. They're not going to get better. The coaches aren't going to get better. The, the the skill players aren't going to get better. The offensive line isn't going to get any better. They're, Doug's not going to call more running plays. He's not going to do anything special. And probably, in all honesty, they'll, they'll probably end up going back to Carson Wentz anyway. So, yeah, I'm with I'm with Kevin. I I, I see just mediocrity uh, ensuing, possibly just getting worse. Not even even close to be being better in any way. Um, you know, maybe calling plays like. Uh, Going uh, blitzing on your last play for a hail mary, you know those kind of Just plays. So you lose the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if only we had some ballsy uh, play calling like that, you know. I thought I thought we were going to take a few more minutes before we got to that point, but yeah, I was definitely <laughs> going to bring that up. Holy, <laughs> holy man! I guess it could always be worse. We could always be the Jets, right? That That's is. True. I think. I think one. I. I well, I turned the game on the Jets game because uh, it was right before the Eagles game, and I caught the end of it. When they were going down to the, uh, they, the Jets had their, uh, goal line stand with a couple <laughs> of minutes left in the game. And you see Nelson Aguilar throwing hissy fits and stuff. Cause like he didn't catch the ball, thought he was, you know, flag and everything. Then they just keep showing him on the sideline. Like, Oh, the heck man. You know, like the whole time. Yeah. And obviously, you know, they get the ball back cause they had their timeouts and that, uh, Derek Carr really just threw it up there. What a what a terrible thirteen seconds left of the game. Like you don't put anyone back at the at the goal line. It's literally like they said, wait, 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 wait. If we win this game, we might lose the first pick. Yeah. Not worth it. And which is funny because you would think that the Jets want to lose, right? So why would you fire Greg Williams? Like you would almost have to kind of be like, Hey, thank God we lost. Other teams are just as Jacksonville is is probably gonna go one have only one win the rest of the year, right? I mean, I don't expect anything. I, I don't think that you can expect another win from them. Maybe maybe you can, but why would you want to risk losing uh, on Lawrence, right? Because at that point in time, if you have two win, they both finish one and one, or one, one win, it goes to a coin toss. Well, yeah. I'll give you two reasons why you want to cut, uh, what's his name? Greg, Greg Williams. Greg Williams. I'll give you two reasons. One, he's a douche. And, he's definitely a douche, that's for sure. But. And number two is, honestly, no matter how they finish, if I'm the Jets' ownership, you know, you can't really put much faith in them because they're they're pretty terrible. But if I'm them, I'm clean in house. So I would have got rid of him anyway, and now it's just like, huh, now we have a reason to. Now we can make the fans think, we weren't trying to lose that game. You know, look, right. we're mad at him. Let's cut him. The, the Jets don't want you to win that game. The, the, exactly. fans, the fans don't want you to win that game. So why even like, I don't know why, why embarrass a guy? That's when, that's what, and what I didn't understand. It seems like you were just trying to make a point at, and like, it just doesn't make, and listen, I'm not going to cry for Greg Williams, who is, who is by all account, a piece of shit, uh, coach. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. uh, you know, at the same time, I mean, the guy didn't deserve to get fired, right? After because of because that they they lost that game, 
You know I don't know I mean? anyone on the Jets staff who deserves to not be fired. But... They all deserve to get fired. That's not what the, you know, I mean, let's be honest, the, the, the GM deserves to get fired too. I mean, I know he's only been there for two years, but you know, he he was picked because that he has a good relationship with Adam Gates. That's why he was picked, because he used they both worked for, for the Bears at one point in time together. So... Um, you know, and, and he's no—he's not really. I, I mean, how good is he? He was on the the, the staff that helped uh, rank JJ Ortega Whiteside over over D, DK Metcalf. So, uh, well, I mean, you also you kind of brought it up, and I, we're going to talk about it more later. But um, as much as I. That we can't get as mad at Howie about drafting now because I've seen more and more stuff come out lately that the owner did have a hand in picks like that. So I can't blame that one on, uh, oh God, what's his name again? Went to the Jets? Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas. Yeah. I, I can't blame that one on him, but either way, this is not, you know, uh, Jets over beers. This is yeah. birds over beers. Okay. <laughs> we could shit on the Jets all we want. And honestly, they, everyone on the Jets and everyone who roots for the Jets would agree with that. I guess yeah. it makes us feel better because we're not as bad as the Jets. Yeah. So. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh, at the we same could have got, we could have got Trevor Lawrence. Damn it. I don't, I don't know who would win. I don't know if we'd beat the Jets. Um, no, for sure. That's the thing too. I was thinking like, I really, I'm trying to look at like teams we could beat and I just don't know anyone who's like, you know, um, Cooper's yeah, an I, asshole. Honestly, like a, a, a guaranteed Jacksonville, probably Jacksonville. Jacksonville actually may be worse than the Jets. I think. Yeah, you think so? With their one win is keeping them in. Yeah, it's in a second I mean, spot. Yeah, it's it's a bullshit. I mean, it's you know. Hey, I mean, good thing they got rid of Nick Foles, right? Good yeah. thing they went with Gardner Minshew. <laughs> well, he's he's hurt, so they're going with uh, they're on their like third string quarterback now. I think. Oh, because he was but, so good when he was in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Robinson, just so the running back out there is pretty good, but it's just um, amazing that, like, you know, again, let's, you know, he, I guess we'll get back to our shit team. Yeah. What's that, Jake? I was just gonna say it's just amazing. You, you know, we're like talking like we're next to like all these really shitty teams, rightfully so, and just like you know, four years ago we won a Super Bowl. It's just like. And one of the, the one of the further falls from grace, you know what I mean? Really, the new, the new norm, you know. And 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 listen, I don't know if we're, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Crazier things have happened, you know. If they could possibly turn this thing around next season quicker than maybe what we think that they can, you know. Um, oh yeah, oh definitely wouldn't rule that out because yeah, mean, they even... need a lot, a lot of offensive line help though. They need, I mean. They need a lot of help all around, but I think right. what this podcast, you know, is going to be focusing more on going forward is really not breaking down the game as much, unless something crazy happened in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, more talking about the organization and what's going on there, and what we think is going to happen, right? The future um, with the moves that they're going to have to make. You know, yeah. I mean, I, you guys, I don't see how Doug keeps his job anymore. I just every week that goes by. I just um Right, but remember like we were so sold on Carson's gone, Carson's gone, Carson's yeah. gone, and now it, it kinda seems like it's gotta be Doug and, and uh and I think more, I came, think, more yeah. came out about that contract that kind of was just like, Oh geez, there so he's harder to move. Yeah, he's not as easy to because if they were to move him this year, 
50, $59 million off the cap. You know, that you're, 69, you're $60 million over the cap to begin with. So you have to cut a bunch of guys, you know, going forward and restructure a bunch of contracts going forward. Restructuring $100 million in contracts probably isn't something that Howie Roseman is even capable of doing. So I think it's I think it's safe to say that Carson is a lock to be on this team next year. And, and to be honest, I'm 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 happy. Uh, well, not happy, but I'm more okay with losing Doug than um, Carson, just because I, I I look at you know previous performances in the seasons, and it didn't seem like Doug was the one that was pulling the season uh, the teams along when we got into the playoffs and all those kind of various things. It was more like Carson, you know, stepping up with the limited staff and and making plays and um even in like our Super Bowl um Super Bowl season, like a lot of the play calling was uh Frank Reich, no? Like I mean so yeah, Doug was always calling the, the Doug was calling play. the plays, but Carson was also had the ability to change a play at the line. And right. also that offensive you have to consider that, that we I think we talked about it just this past week that obviously never aired but the minds that were in that room, you know, when you consider you had Frank Grow as a wide receiver. Frank Reich. Oh, Mike uh, Grow. Mike Mike Grow. Mike Grow is a wide receivers coach. Um, uh, um, Frank DiFilippo. or not John DiFilippo. John, John Holy G- shit! I, yeah. I mean, John DiFilippo. Frank Peterson. Frank, Frank, <laughs> Frank, yeah. Frank Reich and Deuce Staley and Doug Peterson. You had five five you know football guys who were, you know, were working together to put a good offense together. You know, but now, do you think, do you think that that was really like, I don't know how much of a voice did Doug have, or was he just feeding off of the other guys? Cause a bunch of those guys are gone now. He's the head coach. So I think that he, he probably had, he had a lot of say, I mean, he, he was, he was the one, he was on fire that season. So everything that he was doing was working for him. Right. I just think that, I think he listened I think that a, a guy like Frank Reich had the confidence and the ability to go up to Doug and like after that Kansas City game where we got the shit kicked out of us by them uh, pretty good and we only ran LeGarrette Blunt like three times, you know, and like and I, I I think they made it an effort going forward after that where they started running the ball more. The, the next week against the Chargers, yeah, I that think Chargers like, game. you ran the ball like 30 times and it was like, you know, it's because I think that a guy like Frank Reich had the ear of Doug enough where he can go up to him and be like, "Doug, we're running this ball." You know what I mean? Like, you got to do, you got to get the clout. Yeah, you got to do better. And he listened to him. I don't. Is Press Taylor really going up to Doug and being like, "Doug, uh, you got to run the ball more"? I'm sure that Doug's probably just like, "Yeah." Yeah, and you know, Doug, he's pretty arrogant to begin with. He's, you know, he's not necessarily. Um, I don't think he's he's I think he's definitely pretty full of himself when he especially when he talks. I mean, it's always like, you know, like, have you played in the NFL before? You know, like that's just a guy who's, you know, completely full of himself and completely arrogant. And right, for sure. But at the same time, his own farts, basically. So at the same time, you know, if we can see it and the fans all see it, why aren't why can't? Doug do things like run the ball more, move Carson out of the pocket, help himself out. Sometimes coaches just suck, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, how many times have we watched how many times when when we when Chip Kelly was here and we would just be like, Chip, you would 
three three and outs in a row and have six in under ten seconds. And yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> why would you not slow it down a little bit? Why would you not give your deep? You know what I mean? And it was because well, this is what got me here. This is what this is what my success is. Doug, I don't think you compare the two. I think, I think that's a little different. I think Doug is saying the exact same thing right now. Up until recently, I think you're seeing a very defeated Doug. Now, I think you're seeing a guy who's who's definitely come back down to earth. A guy who, you know, is pro- I'm sure that he talks to the owner, and I'm sure that the owner is probably just like, "This is unacceptable." You know what I mean? And you know, when he was uh, when they just lost to Dallas. Uh, or when they just beat Dallas, I'm sure the owner at that point in time was like, Doug, you're going to figure it out. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like hanging in there, hanging in there. And then they go and they lose to the Giants. Then they go and lose, you know, they get embarrassed. Um, uh, but Seahawks, all these things that start happening, they, they lose to the Browns. They All these, you know, I, I'm sure that the owner at that point in time was probably just, was not necessarily like, Ah, Doug, you're going to get this one, you know, and I think you can. Yeah, but it's also your your boss is mad at you. It's also been apparently more reports have come out now that this is something that's been going on kind of since before the season started. And one of the things that came out, too, is how uh, Jeff, Jeff Laurie would leave practice in disgust. And the practice that they were talking about was kind of like one of the last ones that I think the media was able to go to with, um, I think it was like a scrimmage before the season started and just so many errors on offense and penalties and false starts. And that's all like discipline. That's all on coaching. I I can't tell you how many times the last few games, I think it was two games ago um, where they just kept jumping off sides and jumping off sides. And it's like, I, I, my wife told me to stop yelling because I was like, I I was like, how do you you not just stay on sides? Like they just did it to the play before when they did it twice two plays back to back I was that's when it's like all right something's going on here it's just an undisciplined team you know that's that's the falls on coaching yeah now we get it they suck and everything but let's talk about going forward now because we have to make a decision here let's put ourselves in the shoes of the owner and we have to decide well not the owner but I guess let's call it the team runner let's pretend we own the team we coach it and we general manage it okay you so call the shots. We're, we're going to fire ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to fire myself, but I'm going to give my other self a chance. <laughs> fire myself, right. but give myself a hefty pay. You uh, pay. The um, you got so what, are you, wins? What, what are you looking for? I mean, what are you, what are you asking me to, to, to do? I think, I, I think we're pretty much on the same page here, but as far <laughs> as moving forward now, you know, well, Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. I can say we weren't on the same page yesterday. Uh-huh. Well, you were wrong. Alright, here's a little yeah. teaser. Kevin and I have different opinions about this defense. So let's finish up with the Carson Wentz-Jalen Hurts conversation and then we're going get, to get into that defense because we, you and I are not seeing eye to eye. Oh, no, not at all. Um, I'm going to say Carson Wentz for sure. I mean, it's You're going to start be- Carson Wentz next week, Jake? Uh, oh, against- you meant next week. Oh, I thought you meant like next season. I'm talking season. about for the rest of the season right now. Oh, ne- okay. next. Yeah, next week. That's a little tougher, I guess. Um, yeah, let's just, let's like justify that, you know, second round pick and fuck it. Just put him out there, dude. Like, yeah. I don't think you're justify it, but. Well, I mean, just give me a reason, like, you know, like, let me see. I don't know. Just give me a reason. Yeah. I don't know the rest. 
I think you're right in the sense. I'm not a pink man, but you must be because you got her on your background. She had a rough paper route, that pink girl. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't have the live video feed, Jake's background which on his is, computer. Which is none of you. Yeah. Well, you no, can pay I, for I, it. I didn't want, want to like single you out, Kev, but you can yeah. see it. Uh, Jake's background is... Uh, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Well, I don't want to get. I don't want to get people asking questions. Oh, how do I get the? How do I get the live feed, guy? How do I get the live yeah, feed? Right? I, want the, I want to see the live feed. We're gonna have people you know? blowing us up on Instagram. How do I get that live feed access? Yeah, like, you, Caleb Barnes, you're not uh, invited. Well, that kid, <laughs> seriously, that kid is. I, I was really That's... upset that he didn't answer. You know why he found the answer? Because he's a fucking moron. He probably doesn't know to log back into his Instagram. Okay, here's a shithead <laughs> kid. Here's a piece of shit kid that. I have no idea who this kid is. Hold and on, yeah, he might be eight. So hold on I, a second. Listen, he's got an anime for anime picture for his fucking his something his, an eight year old would do. Yeah, which is fine. But you know what he first told me? He said "fuck you" last week when he said that. Oh Maybe no, he doesn't Jake, have great parents. Jake Elliott's really good, and it's like Jake Elliott sucks right now. Jake Elliott missed another field goal yesterday that, if the game actually was close, would have mattered at one point in time. So yep. I'm. Uh, this and again, it's it's just sometimes it's the it's the Philadelphia fan. Sometimes it gets like this. They you know they don't want to ever give up on their team. They don't want to like they they almost think that like giving up on their team is a bad thing and like turning on the team is like you're not a true fan because this kid's still talking like that we're that we're living in 2017. Like kid, I know you were first just fingering some girls back in 2017 and it was the year of your life. And now you're just beaten off because it's like things haven't gone your way, but that doesn't, you know, that's basically equivalent to the Eagles too. Okay. 2017 2017 was the peak. And then now, right now the Eagles are basically just beaten off. Nothing good's happening. Just like Caleb Barnes. Well, now you're just attacking me, Kevin. That's messed up. Okay. What was that? <laughs> I said, now you're just attacking me, and that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be eight years old. He could be 38, you know, 38. and just really into hentai or uh, any whatever that anime I, stuff is. I don't know anybody um, over the age of 15 named Caleb, so. Yeah. <laughs> I know, they don't grow past good, that age. It's like Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they usually change their name to Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I just want to make a quick uh, point on Jake Elliott. You know, I guess because everything else is going bad, he's definitely like talk about like a kick in the pants, man. It's you get so excited that you scored a touchdown and then just totally takes the wind out of your sail when you just miss an extra point like out of nowhere. It's literally the equivalent of like meeting a girl on Tinder or something like that and you know she's really hot and you bring her back to your house and you know maybe you guys start having sex and everything and like Right in the middle of it, you're having a great time, and she goes, "You know, my cat died this week. <laughs> where, where, think, where do you go I, from there?" You, know? I you were going to say like she has a dick or whatever. That would have been, I feel like. No, 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 no. That's that's a little extreme. I yeah. mean, like, I'm talking about realistic, Kevin. I'm saying, all of a sudden, she says something. In the something middle that of just, why you're making love to a woman, she just says to you, "You know, my cat died." Like, well, you're. How do you, you keep know. going after that? Well, that's, that's not—that's not real life, Andrew. Who? What fucking girl would ever say that? Like, like if they have a rough time, they could. I mean, you know. I, I mean, I, 
when your balls. I may have huh? known someone. Who, I may known someone who's been in that situation before, and it wasn't their cat. It was actually their grandma. Okay. Jeez. Oh, Did you say that your grandma? Is that you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Silence so, speaks. Well, I know it. I know a question to put on to submit one weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would that be? To tell us that story about that time that girl that girl said that yeah. her girl her grandmother died in the middle of wild and sex. So and someone would have to answer that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we'll put it out there, whoever that was. <laughs> My point being is that mood killer. Right? True. True. Yeah. Yeah, and the, I think the biggest thing that sucks about Jake Elliott right now is that uh, the Eagles can't cut him because he's guaranteed $18 million. So if they cut him, the salary cap repercussions would be $18 million. That's so, fucking insane. Oh, that's fine. Keep him on the team. He makes 52 yarders, so You're stuck with him, you know? And so what you do is next time you get an extra point, do a couple delay games to back it up to his range. Um, <laughs> and that's <laughs> that sometimes is the is the frustrating thing about this team is that like I remember when when Andy Reid like was he had he had the ability to hold guys accountable because he controlled the team so much that if you if you fucked up like you were either going to be on the bench or or you were going to be flat out cut like you could be a starter and, and like look at To right To you know was detrimental to that team but was a huge success on that team and was extremely popular in the city. And he made a decision to basically cut T.O. and say to him, you know, like, ah, I'm not giving in to anything that you want, basically, you know? Yeah. And um, I think that wouldn't, look, that wouldn't happen now. Look at, look, at Al, look at Alshon Jeffrey. If you would have paid T.O., T.O. would have been, been fine. T.O. would have got his money. He would have he calmed down for the time, be, the time being and made – you know, maybe yeah, until McNabb threw one at his feet again. Yeah, I'm not saying yes, but <laughs> uh, I'm still saying like look at look at Alshon Jeffrey, right? He's taking snaps away from from Fulgham and from and from um uh yeah, Hightower yeah. too. This is what I want to get into. The organization it doesn't make sense. Okay, you got Alshon Jeffrey out there. You got Jordan Howard out there taking snaps from Miles Sanders. You know, it's like you have Caleb Barnes running running this football team. What? Just an and awful, awful person who doesn't know anything about football. Basically, <laughs> and that's what and that's what he's doing. And he's living in 2017, and 2017 is fucking four years ago at this point of time. So, um, yep. soon to be four years, but yeah, it's it's the past, man. Fucking, you got to move on. That's why we're just going right. to become uh, WNBA fans now. All right. Now this team is this team is it, 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 structurally they have they have done everything wrong. They ruined. They had a good thing and they completely ruined it. They completely they took a a a pretty good foundation of what they had and and they kept paying they older just, players, expecting them just, to continue to perform, and they didn't. They just fucked up royally, and yeah. You know, Sadly, you know what you needed? You needed like a Joe Banner in here, a guy who said, "Nah, you're 30. See you later." You know what I mean? Like, you think and, Joe Banner would have ever signed Jason Peters? No. 
Do you think that Joe Banner? Do you think if Joe Banner was forced to sign Jason Peters, he ever would have given him more money to play left tackle? I definitely don't think that. But yep, I, uh, I, I, um, I, I think that there's a lot of moves that he never would have made as far as you know, um, investing in just just silly, silly money. You know, I mean, um, and. And just bad, bad draft picks too. Um, and I read, a, I did read an interesting article with him uh, that he said that um, <clears throat> that he was he was basically taking you through like how the Eagles draft actually would happen. That even though, like he said, that there's not the the JJ Ortega Whiteside thing, or even the Jalen Hurts thing. He said, I guarantee you, there is not a single person on that offensive staff staff. And that um, that that front office that they were not in 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 lockstep with picking JJ. Like there was there's there's guys that you can you would actually have like where it's like saying everyone was on board. Everyone was on board with it. There's not he's saying really? it's not wow. it doesn't that in some way the collaborative effort basically puts him on your board to even to begin with. You know what I mean? Like you don't like if someone was just like. Listen, man, I got him as a fourth round. I've got him as a fourth round player, a fifth round player, and that was like your head coach, and that was your offensive minded, your offensive minded guys. Just because Howie Roseman said hey, he's a second round talent doesn't necessarily make it. You know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't pick that person at that point in time. They wouldn't have that such disparity. He was saying that he said for the most part they all had him in a very similar spot and thought that he would be a good player. Hmm. Well, interesting. And same with Jalen Hurts clearly, too. Same, same with Jalen Hurts. He said right. that that's how. That, well, they were all wrong. Is my point. It's not just one well, person. It's not can just. We, can we yeah. get into the the hot topic, the flavor of the week right now? The uh, the quarterback controversy going on right now. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I I think you just I want to keep. You just want to keep beating the drum. We know the Eagles <laughs> suck. Let's go. Let's talk about uh, what's new, what's happening, what's fresh. Okay. I, I told I, you what I I think I told you where where I stand with with Jalen Hurts as far you told as where me, but you didn't tell our followers man the ones who I are just, begging you saying I, hey how come you didn't have an episode last week they I want just, to know what you think I I think that he's going to be exposed this week I think that he's going to oh wait that's right you did you said he's going to be mediocre yeah I I mean and because I don't think this team is very good I don't think again it goes back to everything well yeah the offense the the weapons around him are terrible. That to Miles Sanders, to whatever is going on with that dude, they just don't want to give him the fucking football. Well, because he fumbles, weird, right? And he is your, supposed to be your best player, and for some reason they have soured on him. And I just got a notification from for Ruben Frank that basically said that um, that it was, uh, you know, the headline read, um, "Trying to understand why Sanders has become an afterthought." That you know. Um, it's just it's you know it's insane that they they just they don't get they he started off what did he have five touches for you know a, a fair amount of yards I, I don't know exactly what it was ten or fifteen you know fifteen or twenty yards in that first drive and then he didn't touch the ball he didn't I don't think he played in the rest of the in the rest of the first half. Yeah, and and then when they did give out touches, it was to uh, Boston Scott, 
and uh, Jordan Howard. And I'm glad and we I brought him back. I understand the Boston Scott stuff. He is a he when he's out in space is a dynamic player. He is yeah to change it up. But you know what you sure. do? Go one two. Do what the do what the fucking Browns do. If you're gonna be that team, rely on those guys in and. And truly do what they do best, and put them in situations where you know what? Hey, we're gonna run. We're gonna run uh, Miles Sanders on first and second down, and he's gonna average his four to five yards. And guess what's really easy to do? Make a third and two. You know what I mean? Like it's just it doesn't make any sense what they're trying to do. And I don't think that that's gonna change when Jalen Hurts is in the offense. I don't. I don't. I think eventually, you know. They're gonna they're gonna get some tape on him. They're gonna see how he throws the ball. They're gonna see what he likes to do. They're gonna and it's just gonna just you know it's going to it's not gonna look good. I don't think. Yeah. So, so let me let me get into this because I wanted to say a lot a uh, few things about this offense. I mean, everyone's talk. I think everyone needs to calm down about Jalen Hurts and saying, "Oh, Carson, your job's done. Your job's gone," and you know, make it out like Jalen Hurts was his great quarterback. Okay. He came in the game down 20 points. So yes, the defense is playing prevent defense. And he looks like a quarterback who's looking to throw second. He looks like he's ready to run and then looking to see, oh wait, there's a guy open. Let me throw it. He's also, I will say he's throwing the ball better than Wentz. And I also think it has a lot to do with not being hit all the time. Carson Wentz has taken more hits than anyone else in the league. I mean, yeah. You're gonna be uh you're not gonna be on your game when you're thinking about getting hit all the time. I mean, look at that pocket. Every time he goes straight back in the pocket, it literally just swallows him. He's got no chance. Doug is an asshole. Give your team a chance, not so much your quarterback, give your team a chance and roll him out of the pocket. It's like unwatchable if all you all he's gonna do is just gonna get swallowed up and sacked back there. Well, even so, run the ball more too, right? I mean, wouldn't so, running the ball basically take the pressure off once a little it, bit? Exactly. Doug does not have a feel for the game, and a feel for the game would would do those things. He also can't do anything to get his his wide receivers open. If the pocket is going to collapse that fast, give a quick pass, design a pick, get a slant in there, move the ball, easy, quick, short completions. If you get two, three yards, so be it. The defense has to honor it. Okay, and then now, you can maybe take a shot over the top. You, because they'll start coming down. I can't down. remember the last time they tried launching the ball downfield. I really, I honestly it's, it's, can't. It's, and like actually where it looked like it was going to work. I mean, the only, the only deep threat it seems like they have is Hightower. He's the only guy they want to throw the ball to anyway. And they're taking away his snaps to give it to Alshon. Yeah. So, okay. So Jalen Hurts comes in and yeah, he's faster than Wentz. So he's looking to run and he's, Picking up some first and downs. He's got, and he's going to have the ability. Wentz, for as mobile as he is, he isn't. He isn't Russell. I mean, uh, you know, a, 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 a he isn't a Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is clearly much faster than him. And right, which is and, another thing is that Carson used to be the guy running out of the pocket all the time, and they told him, "No, we want you to be a pocket passer." So why are you going and getting a guy who's not a pocket passer, who's out there running around? You want to get a guy who's like Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, but you also told your quarterback you want him to be a pocket passer because you don't want him getting hurt. I think they you- think I think they 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 regret not getting Russell Wilson. You know eight years ago, whatever it was when they really wanted him. And I think they saw their opportunity to take him because I'm sure that they probably see a lot of 
of Russell Wilson in in Jalen Hurts. You know, a guy who you know <clears throat> played in a big school, fast. You know, and and they're built the same too. They're not really that much different. Um, All right, I understand that. You know, but you know, you take him in the second round after you just paid your quarterback the biggest contract in your franchise history. We're not either way. We're not going to disagree there, right? <laughs> you it, know, like it, it just doesn't make sense. Okay, and then you have. Um, all right. The defense comes out. They make a stop after uh, Hurts threw a, a pretty great touchdown pass. I thought on fourth and eighteen, hitting Greg Ward in the end zone. Um, defense comes out, gets a three and out, quick stop, punt return. Jalen Rager. Thank God. First thing we've seen from Jalen Rager. Actually, he had that catch too. Uh, Jalen Hurts' first throw was a nice throw to him too. Um, but other than that, Jalen Rager is like. It's hard. I, it's hard to use the word on the first season, but people are other people are like borderline calling him a bust because you compare him to other guys, Clay yeah, Poole, uh, well, C- other guys taking after him, Brandon Ayuk. No, CD Lamb was before him. Uh, sure. um, yeah, yeah. Justin okay. Jefferson, you know, and they're like these guys are coming in right away and contributing. Jalen Rager, I know he's been hurt, but then when he's in there, like last week against the Seahawks, you can't get separation against the worst secondary in the league. He's the wide receivers aren't doing any favors to anyone who's playing quarterback. So now, hold on. So now, the game is within one score, even after Jake Elliott, you know, misses the field goal. The game's within one score, and the defense plays Jalen Hurts differently. And what happens? Wide receivers aren't wide open, and he can't scramble. The pocket's collapsing. He's get he got sacked. Okay. He ends up throwing a pick. Why? Because the pocket collapsed and the pressure's in his face. So like you said, Kevin, it does not matter right now who's playing quarterback because the other things aren't changing either. So I think that being said, when you talk about Carson Wentz versus Jalen Hurts, barring, you know, a crazy trade that someone, I think they would really have to wow them and get rid of the contract. Right today, I'm saying you don't get rid of Carson Wentz. Um, because that's me not seeing what Jalen Hurts can do. Now, you're saying he's just going to be the same. He's going to be less than 50%, maybe one touchdown, throw an interception. Maybe, but we have no idea because we haven't seen him. You know, maybe he goes this week practicing as the starter. Maybe he comes out different. Who knows? Gets a little bit more chemistry with the, with the wide receivers and, and the tight ends. Because that's another thing. Beginning of the season, we were like, oh, God, so many injuries, so many injuries. Besides the offensive line, like, everyone's out there now. You know, except for Deshaun Jackson. But, like, you can't even blame it on that now. You have Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. You, you know, you, you can't make those excuses. Doug needs to do a better job scheming guys open, giving his quarterbacks a chance, whether it be Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. You know, everyone's saying that Jalen Hurts is, oh, my God, looking at me so much better than Wentz already. I'm sorry, I don't see it. I think you're going to have the same issues because you're still not going to run the ball. You're still not going to protect him. And you're still going to throw a million times. You're not going to scheme your your receivers open. I don't know what happened to Fulgham. I know he's getting less playing time, but he's had drops. He used to be the only receiver on the team who could go up and attack the ball while it's in the air and pull it down, fight for a catch. Otherwise, everyone else is just waiting for the ball to come to them. Our wide receivers are doing nothing to help any quarterback in there. Right. And it's just... it, it, It all points back to me that it's a coaching staff issue that needs to go and I'm 
I've been saying for a while now, I think it's, it's more Doug than it is Carson. A lot of people say, um, you know, oh, Carson's mechanics are so bad. Carson's broken. He can't be fixed. I disagree. And I'm going to give you the best example. That's probably the closest thing to an NFL quarterback. And that's me, you know, nice. Uh, I told you guys a few podcasts ago that, you know, I may not have been the best wrestler when I was in high school. Okay. I used to get pinned pretty quick, (laughs) but then we got a new coach and the coach came to me and said, listen, don't do this. Okay. Because you're not, you're not good at this and you shouldn't be doing this. You should do this. This is what you're good at. Just practice this and get really good at this. So no one can stop you when you do this. And that's what I did. And it, just simple changes like that. Now I know that's a little sounds a little simple, but you think you hear offensive linemen, um, like Trey Thomas talks about it a lot too, how different coaches have different techniques and everything like that. So some offensive linemen, when they pull, they do a jump step before they run out and pull the back step. Some guys just pause and turn. Some, their first step is different. Everyone's got different techniques. Different offensive line coaches have different techniques. And if you can teach guys at that level who've been playing their whole life to say, hey, instead of doing this step first, we're going to do this step first because this is how I want you to do it. And other things like that, other pass block techniques. If you can get guys like that to change, you can do it with quarterbacks too. You know, you can drill it into his head that his mechanics need to be fixed and do it this way instead of this way. And you know what? I know you've done it like this way in the past, but hey, I'm a new coach and this is my style. This is how I want you to do it. And maybe it works for him. I don't think, I think it's way more possible that Doug is played out than Carson is played out. I think Doug, people have caught up to. And I think Carson, you know, he had way too much skill to all of a sudden just vanish. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you there. All right. I think that we'll agree there that I think that it's easier. Where to, I said a lot of things. I, I think it's easier to fix Carson Wentz than it would be to fix Doug Peterson's play calling and to get that magic back. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I think that that Carson, the biggest thing for him that I think if you fix that offensive line a little bit, if you if you shore up that offensive line. And, you know, maybe you get Elaine Johnson back who's healthy. Maybe you have, you know, and you give him time in the pocket where he's just not running for his life or he's not basically, you know, they said, I think Tony Roma was like, you know, I don't know how many times it was yesterday. He was just like, what do you want him to do? Like, he was like, you know, he had, he had less than three seconds to, to even, you know, to drop back. And at that point in time, he's already starting to move. Because there's the defenders in its face and his guys aren't open. So it's not like that he's, he's, you know, it's really hard to throw the ball away at that point in time because you're still processing, you know, what you're seeing on the field. It's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, Trey it's, Thomas like tweeted something. He's like, oh, that sack came in under two seconds. Yeah, there's nothing. How can you do anything that fast? And so I don't blame, I can't blame uh, uh, Carson for everything. And I don't think that Carson Wentz is so broken that he can't be fixed because I, I think he's shell. I think you said it. He's shell shocked. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's running for his life out there. And I'm sure that every single time when he goes to throw the ball, he's also thinking, 
I'm going to get hit. And that will change how you play. You know what I mean? Like if you go and do For something sure. that, if mm-hmm. you go and do something and every single time you do it, someone punches you in the ribs, you know what you're gonna do every single time that when you go to do that thing, you're gonna go block your rib that you're, you're gonna brace punched. for your ribs, yeah. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it doesn't he's not he's not broken, but I, I just I'm afraid that this city will no will no longer embrace him and is never gonna give him that leash. So they're not gonna you know, that's the and- <clears throat> I'm because sorry. everyone loves everyone loves a backup quarterback, especially in this city. I mean, they their backup quarterback won a Super Bowl, right? So they they would take him back, even though he fucking sucks more than than Carson Wentz does right now, and he can't be saved because he's a he's a bad quarterback. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know yeah. what I mean? Like like that yeah. guy's that guy's worse and than aging, anything. right? That's, I mean, you know, he's getting older, you know, so he can't finish a season. He can't like they all. Like, well, he's as old as Russell Wilson, Jake. All, you know, everyone wants to talk about how good Nick Foles was. But Nick Foles was good for four games and was good in a total in his career. Nick Foles has been good for a football season. So I, yeah, I don't know. I guess good when it matters, though. You know? You know, I, I'm not going to take that away from him. But he's the, also in the Hall of – he's got his cleats in the Hall of Fame for that game you know, against the Raiders. I, I'm just saying that that I don't, I, I don't know if Carson just needs in some ways like what would be best for Carson is a change of scenery, you know? I, because I don't know if you're going to be able to fix all these mistakes, all these things going into next year. Like, is the offensive line really going to be that much better? I mean, there's a good chance that, you know, you're going to have to cut um, guys who the high paid guys or move, move on from them. Or, you know, I don't even know if you can. I don't, I don't know if you can move on from Brandon Brooks. I don't know if you can move on from Lane Johnson. And not that I want to, because those are, those are high caliber players, but also, they're paid the most too, right? So it's not necessarily, you know, um, and you can't just keep kicking the can down the road because eventually as they restructure all these contracts, you do, you, you, you have to answer to that eventually. It's, you know, you're just delaying your cap hell. Even well, sure farther. you can, Kev. I mean, all you have to do is open a new credit card with a uh, 0% balance <laughs> transfer, and you just move it to that card until the 12 months are up, and then you that's, open another card. That's, that's, that's true. You could move and do that. You're, yeah. just, you're just using their money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's basically yeah. free cash. Unless that you bring in a new coach, I mean, you know, and they really start new, and they give – they give Wentz, and then and then at that point in time, that coach is going to come in and say, you know, hey, let's, uh, you know, it's an open quarterback competition. If they, I mean, let's be honest, it that's what be, I really see it, happening. It wouldn't be an open quarterback competition because you have one guy making thirty million dollars and just starting his hundred and twenty-four million dollar contract that you signed him to because it hasn't even kicked in yet. He's still on the last year. Of, of his, his rookie, deal. rookie deal. So he's not even making like a lot of money yet. He's, you know, like that's, that hasn't really kicked in until this and season. You know, with all the details coming out about that contract now that like, I mean, the more details we're getting now because it's relevant, the fact that they drafted a quarterback in the second round this past year just blows my mind even more. Like, mm-hmm. what was the best case scenario that they were hoping for? Unless, unless the information that's coming out is wrong. That's the only thing I can right, think like about. Like, they traded unless, this offseason for, like, uh, you know, no dead money. Unless, yeah, unless that there's something in there, you know, I mean, I know that these guys are pretty good with getting, getting details on the contracts, 
because the agents usually will leak it of some sort. It's not typically leaked from the team, but uh, but who knows? I mean, you know, th- th- that could be assumed. That could be a source that, you know, is just putting that out there. And, you know, um, but who knows? Maybe they can get out of it next year for – for five million dollars, you know, and that's you know that's that's what it is. I don't know because I know that everyone was was saying how great of a contract this was when he originally signed it. How much of it, it was a win for the Eagles because of the flexibility of being able to get out of it because they knew that he was injury prone. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles somehow have a have a clause in there, something where they're going to be able to, you know. Don't you think to, they would have? been that savvy to put a clause for Jason Peters contract? The one that they just did? Well, I mean, look at the, uh, over the summer with the fact that they signed him to be a left guard, but they didn't put a clause in there saying this is what you'd be paid if you go to left tackle because I mean, you weren't sure well, about Andre Dillard were, going into the season. He was that clearly brought in that as a, you know them, what? Right? I mean, they didn't want to pay him. Why would they want to put something in there that pays him more? No, no, not that pays him more that says, "Hey, this is this is your contract, and this is what it is. Even if you have to move to left tackle, you know, or put something clause in there that says again. This that's is your- just to me. That was just Jason Peters having a lot of say, a lot of pull, and being able to be like that's and because they clearly, I don't even know if they still do even trust Jordan Maialata out at left tackle as much as they may just be just letting him see what he can actually do, and they feel comfortable with him as a backup more than anything. And I think that they just thought that, you know, they were, I think they were afraid going into the season saying, oh, wait, we're going to have Jordan Maialata at left tackle or Matt Pryor at left tackle compared to, to Jason Peters. And I think that they panicked when I think they saw how bad Matt Pryor was out there. And then they were, you know, they, they, they paid Jason Peters more. I don't know if Jason Peters even signs that contract to come back. If, you, if you're saying, hey, listen, if we move you to left tackle, you're going to get paid $2 million, and that's all you're going to get, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, I think right now I would say that the fact that Jason Peters is playing over Jordan Mailata is definitely, uh, I guess, uh, because he's well, being paid. He right. was. He's not anymore, obviously. Right, right, right. But, the, but it happened. He was doing – he played a couple games in a row. Then he got benched when Jason yeah. Peters came back, and I think that was a money move. And I only say that because – well, Alshon's playing ahead of the other young guys who you want to see Fulgham. develop. I mean, well, as I, a want money to see, move. I want to see Fulgham out there for ninety snaps. You know what I mean? Like that's what I want to see. I don't. I don't. I am yeah. sick and tired. That's your future. What are you? What I, are you doing I'm, with these guys who aren't going to be here next year? I'm when sick you're and tired of the playoff race. And Doug has right. Doug gives such weird answers to this bullshit that it's like, oh, well, we've had a lot of success with Jan, with Alshon Jeffrey. Who the fuck cares what you did two years ago? Because you didn't have a lot of success with him last year. He was terrible last year for you. And you really haven't had success with him since the Super Bowl season. The, the media is drilling him on it too now. They're asking, and they should. And he, and Doug's, you know, Doug's, and, and, and <sighs> he lets that sigh out for every time he's asked. It's just like, dude, shut dude the fuck looks up. Like- Dude yeah. looks like he's going to start crying at his press conference, like all the time. That would be really he funny should. if he did. I, I, yeah. Honestly, I, I, mean, I would, don't know the pressure <laughs> I'm under. It's real yeah, to me, I mean, damn it. And I and I like Doug. I really, I really do. I think that um, I, I, 
I obviously I love him for what he he brought to this team with the Super Bowl um, and was oh. a, clearly a major part in that. But the magic is gone, and I don't know if you can sure. ever. And you can't just give him a hall pass forever. No, you know. I mean, you know, I, I still. I, I, I mean, <laughs> what were you going to say? No, I, I was going to say you that thought I, about it for a second. Like, no. Uh, no. Forever's not that long. No, I because I, 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 I do think sometimes at the same time, like, oh, my God. Like, he did go to the second round the year after the Super Bowl, right? So he, he didn't necessarily have your classic Super Bowl hangover. The team didn't play great, but Carson also had a broken bone in his back. And then he yeah, took – and Alshon dropped the ball and led yeah, to an interception. Yeah. Yep. And like – In a game had, they could have won. He had that team playing, and then – and then even last year, you know, who knows if Carson Wentz plays that game with the confidence that he was playing with at that point in time, if you beat Seattle, you know, I mean, our defense, our defense kept them in check for the most part of well, the game. Well, two things to that is that one, you see they've gotten worse. The fact of the matter is, you know, I know you say they made it to the playoffs, but the fact of the matter is they've gotten worse each of those years after the Super Bowl and gotten, gone less far. They went to the second round and the first round, and now they're not going to make it to any round this year. And another thing is, too, is that they're rallying and, and benefiting from weak division. Yep. Yeah, I, listen, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to say, I just think, I do think in some ways that in others, I look sometimes at other cities, right? Like, like remember when we talking about the LA Chargers yesterday? Like, well, they how said, like their fans probably don't care. They said that he, their coach may be on the hot seat this year. Like, if that were Doug Peterson, who starts his career not going to the playoffs or not having a winning record his first two years, his first three years, he would they would be like, well, Doug Peterson's fired. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if that happens in New York, that, well, that guy's fired. That you know those things. You know you don't. You, I mean, look at Adam Gase; right. he's going to be fired after two years, and not not to say that he shouldn't be. Um, yeah, there's well, certain. Well, like, if you want to compare him to those coaches, I mean, what? reason for optimism has Doug Peterson given you this year? Nothing. No, nothing at all. Right? You can't, I, I, you can't point to anything. One thing. You can't even no. point to Jalen Hurts because you have no idea. No, I don't if he's going to coach the same way, it's going to be the same as it is right now. I think but, he's actually gotten worse because he's been more frustrating because he hasn't changed. Like, he hasn't changed a single thing. It's, it's literally watching the... Um, the it's watching bad football every week that's that lacks any innovation. Like we said it, you know what I mean? Like where is okay, the trick so, play? Yeah, yeah. So let me just go to um, Anthony Lynn now in in San uh, not San Diego, L.A. Chargers. What reason for optimism has he given you? And I would say Justin Herbert looks like he's the real deal. So yeah. I, if I'm the owner there, I give him at least another year. You know, to yeah, try well, and develop Lynn, him. I mean, Lindsay. Maybe get a better, uh, get another, um, you know, quarterback guru kind of guy to, to help mold him. I don't know what know, they have there. Well, I don't Lindsay, analyze the Chargers. I, mean, I analyze the Eagles. Lindsay, defensive, uh, defensive coach. So he doesn't really have anything to do with the offense. So he didn't do, he didn't mold Herbert into anything. It's the offensive play, coaches out there who are doing that. But mm-hmm. anyway, again, I'm not, and I, then, and then if you're talking about, I know, but if you're talking about Adam Gase, I don't know how he even got hired with the Jets, and he yeah. just should not be in the t- NFL at all. He was a terrible coach in Miami. Look at what Miami's doing right now, the, how much better that they are without him. And, um, you know, anyway. Um, exactly. And then if we're talking about that, I brought it up last week 
Um, and no one heard it because, you know, uh, the audio got messed up, so we never published it. But who's in I charge told of you guys? Who's in charge of the audio? I don't know. Yeah. Did you hear? Hey, you, hey can you hear, yeah, can you can you guys hear this one? Uh, eat a fat dick. <laughs> uh, loud and so clear. So I said it last week. But anyway, just on the coaching uh, stuff, I said it last week, and I just think about Doug, and I think about some clown named Michael Lombardi who said he wasn't even qualified to coach. And he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. He did. But I mean, he was surrounded by a bunch of other great minds. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe Mike Lombardi was onto something when he said, Doug Peterson's not a great coach. And maybe it's coming to light now. You know, right. Mm-hmm. They're, they have declined since that Super Bowl year. St- uh, at, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know how he turns it around or, or what else he does. There's got to have to be some sort of massive overhaul after the season, whether it be, all the offensive coaches or the defense. Jake, how did they turn it around? Um, I don't know. Uh, there's so many missing. There's so many things I think you have to do. And uh, I, I, what would I, be the first thing you would do? I would fire Doug Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. First. What thing. would be the second thing you do? I would hire me. Uh, leader of the cheerleaders. <laughs> I think I think they need a yeah, good backing scout. Yeah, I think they need a good backing uh, behind that. Um, yeah, I fired I fired Doug Peterson. I don't know. I, I, the thing is too is like because I don't pay attention to these things. I don't even know like what co- coaches would be on like on the horizon. But yeah, I, I think uh, see that's that they're always out there. You know that's the, there's good coaches everywhere. Sean McGay was. You know, was a coach was Sean it offensive McVay, Kevin. It's not McGay. <laughs> no. You, you clearly said McGay. You've been <laughs> messing up names Mc, all night. Yeah. I didn't say McGay, I said McVay. McGay, that's a uh, that's his order at McDonald's. You can, you can play <laughs> yeah. The cashier puts his penis through the window. <laughs> it's a hot dog. Uh, yeah. I'll have the McGay with a fruit punch. <laughs> Uh, honk two times. They give, you, they give you a hot. They give you a hot dog and a full pickle, and they tell you to sit on it. So, uh, that's um, good. Uh, Mc, I mean McVeigh. Uh, McVeigh was you know he was an assistant with the Redskins. He didn't even call plays, you know. And um, actually, I think he did call plays, but still. There's there's good coaches to be found out there that yeah, he's around you know, Gruden and uh, some other good coaches. Yeah, yeah. There's there's always a good coach. You just have to know where to where to look and to to make sure you give them the resources to succeed. You know, is there anyone you're thinking of if uh, if if season's over today and Doug Peterson got fired? Is there anyone right on top of your head? I mean, there everyone's right. But again, do I even want, do you want to go back to this well again? Uh, you know, what uh, Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I mean he's the from Andy you know, Reid's. You know that's you know that they love if they could they would hire him back in a heartbeat. He's like the girl that got away that they that they broke up Who, with Andy. That, yeah, that I think that no, t- I don't think yeah. so. It was mm-hmm. it was his time to go. I'm it was saying, definitely if he could have if he could have worked with Andy Reid if if the if the pressure wasn't there to to, to that the fans had started to turn on him so much. If he would have been able to 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 keep him, he would have. 
And I mean that that's he was and, there for a long time. They both Andrew, they I'm mutually not saying, split. I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm not saying that he wasn't, and I'm not saying that he didn't need a change of. But they love Andy Reid. That's why they went back to an Andy Reid type of person for Doug. And Peterson. it worked out. You know, I did, but no one else and no one else interviewed Doug Peterson, right? Like no one else was was looking for Doug Peterson to be their head coach. That was. That's well, because they talked to Michael Lombardi. You know that, <laughs> that was that was all Eagles looking for them to find their Andy Reid. They wanted they wanted to get him, and they thought that they had him. Trust me, I guarantee they thought they had him after that second season. You know how how but, would you uh, how do you feel about someone like uh, Josh McDaniels? I'd be different, so I'd probably I'd be okay with it. You know, an offensive guy who's a lot of work with, with Tom Brady and quarterbacks, and he wasn't so great in Denver, but I just feel like a, um, a coach their second time around, like uh, Pete Carroll, wasn't was he the Jets coach or something? Jets, yeah, he wasn't that good. And he wasn't so great, and mm-hmm. then he went back to college, and then he got his other shot, and now look at him with the Seahawks. and went to two Super Hall, Bowls already. Hall of, fa- Hall of Fame coach, you know? Hall of Fame uh, coach. So, like, that second chance kind of thing. Like, uh, See, and I would rather take, I would rather take him than... Because I think you're also like I think that you're seeing that, you know, it wasn't all Tom Brady, obviously, because you're seeing Tom Brady look what he's doing in in Tampa. He doesn't look at the same Tom Brady that even you know he's old. Yeah, I mean, now, he's so also hard. definitely on the it's, tail end. You know, it's it's hard to say, but I do think that Josh McDaniels and, is. is and a, I think we're all seeing that Cam sucks. I, I I still think that you. I still think that Josh McDaniels could probably put together a hell of a game plan for an offense and can kind of you know. So I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I think coming from the Belichick tree, he would come in here and say, all right, this is what Carson does good. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, I think you need yeah. a young – listen, if they're going to keep Doug, which I don't think they're going to do. Uh, Get a I, fresh we, mind instead of a coach who just wants to fucking clean, pass, pass, and, and pass, pass like Andy clean, Reid. Clean house. And you actually have to honestly say, like – Doug, this is his offense. You know what I mean? Like, like you'll give him the – and I don't know if Doug would take that. I think Doug would probably actually say, well, you know what? I think it's best if we part ways. But is the Eagles, if I'm not mistaken, just gave Doug a, a hefty uh, raise two years ago – or two – last year, I think, actually. Last after year – Super Bowl? No, I think it was even before that. They gave him a – or, I mean, after – it was after the Super Bowl, but – I think it was, it wasn't right after the Super Bowl. Um, I'm gonna look it up real quick. But he's he's making he's making pretty good money, and I don't know if Jeffrey Lurie just wants to just, you know, um, to just pay, have to fire him on uh, 2018. What is he uncuttable because he's got a contract? No, that doesn't happen with coaches. Well, they're con- you know, coaches' contracts are guaranteed, right? So you would the have to pay thing. the whole thing. So you would you'd be paying two coaches, basically, is what I'm saying. So, um, so be it. I mean, he's he's here for two. He's here. Through, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying that when you when things like this kind of do come into play, sometimes that it's like, hey, do we want it? Because if you go and go get a Josh McDaniels, you're going to have to pay him a shitload of money to come here. Like, look at what Matt Rule got. Matt Rule is, you know, making $9 million to, to coach the the Carolina Panthers and has final say on everything. I mean, that's, you know, 
that's the type of thing that these coaches these coaches want nowadays, you know. And I'm not again not saying that it's not. Um, yeah, well, throw it on the back end, you know, because uh, yeah, you know, there's Howie, there's Howie cut. Howie Roseman also signed a uh, signed a contract too. I what do you guys think about Howie Roseman? Do you think it's possible he goes? Because I'm the more I think about it, I think he's going to end up staying. Yeah, uh, I think he stays. I think he stays because he's close with. Um, he's close with Lori. Yeah, and Lori trusts him. I do. I I hope. And the knock on him is his drafts, but now hearing that Lori's involved in the drafts makes me think otherwise. Well, yeah, and that's and and maybe Lori actually says now, looking, if he looks at it and he actually says like, you know, you would hope that Jeffrey Lori would actually have the the, the the perspective to look at him and be like, wow, I decided. JJ uh, Arthega Whiteside. I decided um, Damian er, the Taylor from Colorado. I said Davion that he was, Taylor. Yeah, Davion Taylor, and you know, and I wanted and this Jaylen guy Ray over. Yeah, Justin J- Jeffrey. you know what I mean. Like, and, and and it's just I don't know. I you know I don't know if he says. You know, I don't know if they had that. I don't know if they had that ability because I don't know if they have the the, the ability to to. To not let their ego get in the way, right? You God, know, what like, a shame too. You know, you Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, like, and coming to a town like Philly where it's like everyone's just going to compare you to that guy. You mm-hmm. know, if this was a different, you know, if this is a different team in another market, they probably have been like, ah, oh, probably should took that Jefferson guy. Oh well, maybe he'll pan out. Yeah, you know, oh, but well, now he's, he's got rookie. the pressure he'll, of he'll, yeah, he's a rookie. He'll be yeah. fine. Give him two, three years. Raiders you know, got right. the pressure. His whole career now is going to be. I have to be better than Jefferson. I have to be better than Jefferson. We'll look at and the only guy who's ever been able to rebound from that is Brandon Graham. Why? That, who's he compared to? Earl Thomas. That was, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was Earl always, Thomas now. And, and and look at yeah, but look at where Brandon Graham started. Brandon Graham was really not very good. He had maybe five and a half sacks, I think. He, he took a long time to come on. Yeah. A long, long time. And, you know, it wasn't until probably like 2017 that he really kind of started to to make a real difference. Yeah, I'd say and, 16. I'd say the year before. You know, and, um, and I think that you're, you know um, – and like, he's been like he's been proven his worth ever since. I'm know, not saying that he, I'm, listen. I'm not no, saying just he's, saying he's he, like he's getting he's playing better and better. It you seems. Know, I think that the thing is that you know, uh, you know, but there was for all those years, man. People always said, you know, could have had Earl Thomas, 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 all that shit, and just you know, I don't know, but. Hmm. Yeah, I think no matter what that's going to happen uh, in in Philadelphia, you know, the grass is always greener, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the city we live in, right? Well, we don't live in it, but the thing, you know what I mean. Yeah, we, we live in uh, Dallas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we don't even – we're posers. We're uh, reporting from Wisconsin. All right, that's enough about the Eagles. Uh, what we're going to do here is we actually salvage some audio from last week. We're going to put in some of the questions from last week, let you guys hear those. And uh, after that, we're uh, I think we plays it out at the end of that episode. So you know what? We're going to see you guys next week, and uh, 
play out from here. Enjoy these questions. Anyone else want to say goodbye? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just say, you know, hey, Mark, listen, do what makes you happy. Stay with your girlfriend forever and marry her. So, wow. Change your pace. Simp. So, yeah, and have a lot of kids, too. <laughs> Jake, what you got over there? You want me to play us out? You want us to play us out? Play us out twice, Jake, because you're going to play us yeah. out. That's the question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you hear that? You got it. sure that shows up in the recording like they can hear that like on the guitar because you guys you guys can only hear like the it non-acoustically right i can hear something A couple uh, questions sent in to us from some yeah. loyal listeners. A couple double L's. So showing us double D's. Nice. That is where we're gonna put the the minute mark on the podcast notes. I think we have to stress again uh, that these are um, these are questions from fans and not us. We have I literally have we have nothing to do with these so. All right, so let's get to some questions here. Um, we've got one sent in. Uh, they are asking everyone's favorite game. Who's got that one in, by the way? Um, this one was sent from Heather. Heather, hope you're listening. Um, if you sent us a question, you probably are listening. Yes. So, hopefully, we're listening this far because we had a lot. Yeah. We had a lot more Eagles we've had recently. Uh, and I hope that it's still interesting to non-Eagles fans. Yeah, la- so. ladies listen to this right. show. Well, well, we're going to uh, – I'm going to put the podcast notes, so I think people are going to start skipping. But either way. And we're, we're okay with that. <laughs> so. First first question from Heather. Uh, she's asking, fuck, marry, kill. Ooh. And uh, she gives us three names here. Um, we're basing this on, on looks and personality. So, what's that, Kev? I said, hopefully it's three girls and not you know three guys. Well, we all know these people. Uh, we got uh, Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, and Boston Scott. Being so that Kevin has a body pillow of Carson you... Wentz, I wouldn't be surprised where he's going to go with this one. But 
you know. Well, you have to decide which one you'd like to marry, which one you'd like to kill, and which one you just want to fuck. Is this going so, off of looks? I put it out there. Jake, why don't you start it? Is this looks and personality we're going with? Kind of? Jake, I, yeah. Fuck, marry, kill. It's a pretty simple yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay, I'm going, I'm, I'm marrying Carson Wentz. He seems like a good family man. He's going to take care of me, you know. I'll bake him some bread when he Hold comes. on a second. Jake, hold on a second. Yep. Kevin, are you marrying Carson too? Yeah, because I was actually, just so, I was thinking of it, like, not, like, I'm thinking of it more in, like, how my football team I want to look. So I, all, all I'm, so all I'm saying is I'm marrying Carson Wentz too. I think, I think we're all on the same page because he's got the biggest contract by far of all of them. <laughs> That's where my head was at. Not Boston Scott. I mean, he's, he's a undrafted uh, rookie who's still on an undrafted rookie deal. So, and so, uh, uh and so, yeah. So I would, if I have to go gay, I better get paid. If I'm, if I'm going to, hey, you're gonna live a good life, you know, so. <laughs> right. Let Jake talk. Yeah, I was just gonna say uh, to continue since we all know we're you know Carson's great great family man. He's gonna take care of us. Who I'd kill? I'm gonna kill uh, uh, Miles Miles Sanders. I'm gonna carry him because wow. if he can't handle the footballs, how is he gonna handle my balls? You know what I mean? Can you fumble <laughs> those around? <laughs> 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 yes, slam dunk, dude. Slam dunk. There and, you go. <laughs> and I and I feel like uh, I feel like Boston Scott would be I like. A, the <laughs> thing, I, have to say. Uh, I feel like you know Boston Scott would uh, you know he's like a short little munchkin and you know he he he's manageable. How about that? He's manageable. <laughs> you mean you mean you could put him on bottom? Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna feel good the next See, time. After... <laughs> so... Can I just say? Can I just say that mine's not much different? So I do I even have to explain it? I mean, you know. Well, I mean, mine is exactly the same too. I mean, I Carson, I'm gonna marry for the money. Uh, Sanders, I'm gonna kill because he keeps fumbling at the worst times. I, I didn't go as far as Jake. And then Boston's kind of figured, you know, he's short. He's probably the closest body to a woman that I guess if maybe we just do like. You ever see that guy? He's like five, five, but he's probably like, he's gotta be at least close to 200 pounds. So, but he's, he's probably, He's well because he's short, but he's probably ripped, so he looks like those girls from the pornos that Jake watches. Yeah. You know, the muscle girls with the big clit <laughs> from the, the from the bodybuilder magazine. Yeah, yeah. Vain- it's like a WWE diva. <laughs> Harry Vaney uh, dot net. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would, I I would I would kill Miles Sanders, and I I would I guess I would have to fuck Boston Scott. So, but oh my god, do you think we could like? The three of us gangbang him and just get it over with. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that would look wild. That would be like that would, the... be, that would be that would be one, that'd be one hell of an episode. You know, <laughs> it, uh, it would. Uh, it would. Uh, it, would <laughs> it would definitely make it on the podcast. <laughs> I think we'd probably go famous because we'd be like ESPN would be like uh, today on Birds Over Beers podcast. Boston Scott was gangbang, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the, on, a, the, on a podcast in a basement. 
Yeah. The, the thumbnail. The, just hear, the, like, what? You just hear Boston Scott walking down the stairs of Andrew's thing. Like, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm here for the podcast. Like, get him, get him, get him. <laughs> just, like, yeah. the, you want to know the sad part is that we would try to gangbang him and we'd all be his bitches. <laughs> we'd be all, we'd all three of us would leave holding a pocket. <laughs> yeah. It, it would almost, yes, yes, sir, Mr. Scott. It, it would almost look like so the reverse. I mean, uh, Boston Scott's pretty fast, so hopefully he's quick in other yeah. places too. So, you know, but. Oh. oh god jake what were you saying uh um i was gonna say like it would almost be like the reverse meme you know where it's like the girls on the couch and the eight guys are around her you know it would be like the reverse of that, uh, you know kind of. i was gonna i was thinking that too <laughs> yeah uh, that was, so uh, we're in consensus yeah. on that one that's good that's heather that's i hope you enjoyed the answers there yeah, yeah. um all right so and let us know who let's you go uh we killed. got some more What's that, Jake? I said, let us know who you'd have Mary kill, Heather, in, in you know, <laughs> yeah. Instagram yeah. messages. Drop it in the comments. I can tell you who Heather's probably going to kill. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Heather. Heather, if you're listening, uh, fuck Mary kill Andrew, Jake, Kevin. Whoa. Get back to us on that. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners at home, fuck Mary kill Jake, Andrew, Kevin. Yeah. I can put a Let's- poll up on that. I can put a I, Ooh, that's I good. can put a poll up, and I'm sure I know where. Uh, I'm pretty confident my girlfriend would kill me. So yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but would it be interested to see which one of us she wants to marry and which one of us she just wants to bang? The good thing is that I have control of the Instagram, so I'd be able to see which way she voted. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to the next question here. Um, all right, we got Mark sending in a question. Uh, not even a, a question; it's really just a statement. That one time you got beat up. I guess he wants us to talk about that one time we got beat up. I'll start this one off easy. Um, you know, I was the oldest boy in my family, and uh, I don't take no shit, so I don't get beat up. I've never been beat up. Okay, that was a joke. I do take shit sometimes, but I have <laughs> never been beat up. Um, fortunately, I've never had my ass kicked. I kind of stay away from those situations. Um, Kevin, on the other hand, well, I was there when he got got rocked by a girl. But anyway, <laughs> I'll let I'll let him tell you that story out on his feet. <laughs> uh, I don't. Well, hey, I didn't get beat up that day. Um, Actually, hold on. I'm recalling the story. You got into it with someone else, and I got involved, and his girlfriend punched me in the face. Mm-hmm. And your brother, okay. and then your I, brother grabbed me before I just swung at a girl because I, I didn't know who hit me at I first. Hit and then the cops came, and then dragged, and then I tried to scurry away, and I was crawling on the ground, and then the like the crowd like scooped me up and was like, we got him. We got him. He's right here. And then held like they, I, I was being like uh, brought to the police. And this they- was bamboozle Foo fighters at bamboozle in Asbury park, 2011 or 12. I want to say they were and, all uh, asshole as I was being dragged out by the cops. I had to be. Uh, fun. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was, the best part was everyone thought that I was gone. They thought that they oh my thought God. 
They thought that I was I was, arrested. Yep, uh, that taken I taken away. People like, and it was funny. And uh, an undercover cop came out in the crowd. That was the funny part. Is I was crawling away after I hit the kid, and the cop came. That's right. You're crawling guy, at people's knees. A guy with a badge picks me up and goes, "Not getting away today, bud." And then like held his badge in front of my face, and I was like, "Fuck." And so then I was like, I was brought to the to the police, and then they were like, "Come on, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone." And as I was leaving, the whole crowd's chanting, "Asshole, asshole," and I'm like, "I'll be back, I'll be back, you motherfuckers," and no one believed me, no one believed me, and so they threw me out of the concert, and um, then I had to go urinate by a tree. And no, 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 no. Yeah. That is not what happened. Uh, I, you were not there. No. You were in the concert. I know what happened. Oh, oh no, Kevin. Do you want me to finish? I can pick it up from here if you want. I, you were being brought out and you were brought to the police. And you told me that you said that they were like, what's going on here? And you were like, I'm just looking for the bathroom. And they said, it's over there. And you ran. No, and- no. Then I, no. Before I did that, so they I got but I got taken out and actually like removed from the concert, and so then I went pee by a tree, and then cops came where people were walking towards me, so I ran away while I was still peeing and then dribbled a little bit on my pants. <laughs> okay, and, yeah, I didn't want you to, to miss the part that you pissed your pants a little bit at the concert, a little bit, which I thought was I thought was very worth it, and then I came <laughs> back. The same place that they literally just shrugged me out. I waited about two and a half songs or so. And then I said, and they were like, oh, you can't come back in. You can't come back in. And I was like, I'm just trying to look for the bathroom. And they were like, the bathroom's over here. And they pointed me in the direction. And so I was like, thanks. And then I ran in. And then I came back. You motherfuckers, I'm back. I'm back. And me and your brother were just sitting there like, Oh, he's back. Cool. <laughs> you told us. You told us the story. You told us the story, and we're like, "Great, he's back." And he pissed his pants. Yeah, but who? Who showed and up? And then after the show ended, mm-hmm. we went and we met up with your buddy Mark, who you ditched while. No, I <laughs> lost. Us. I lost him. I lost him. I didn't ditch him. I lost. He him. was ready to knock your fucking he, face yeah, in. That would have been one time when I almost not like Mark was going to beat me up or could beat me up. But he came in, you fucking, yeah, because you know why he was mad? Cause I, <laughs> because he goes, he sees you and he goes, I can't believe you left me. I got lost. I couldn't find you. I was in a mosh pit. And some guy <laughs> pulled his wiener out and it was the smallest thing I've ever seen. And then I pissed my pants. And I was like, whoa, 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 back up, back up. You pissed your pants too? And, and somewhere on my phone. Just, just whipping his dick out Hi. and was, was just. With this being, he said that the other guy, which makes hold me on, believe that Kevin, Mark, hold on, night nan, does that want to tell her we're in the biggest <laughs> podcast in the world? Yeah, uh, guest makes, appearance from Nan makes me again, which makes me believe that that Mark pulled down his pants in the mosh <laughs> and started no no because mark's pants were soaking wet when we found him yeah they were drenched and i uh, have a picture somewhere of you two sitting on a bench in asbury park with piss stains all over your pants 
That's funny. It happens. Wow. But I didn't pee my pants. I didn't pee my pants like that. I ran away to survive, and my penis was still out, and I so I was peeing on my pants. I didn't pee my pants. I peed on my pants. Well, it's easy to run with it out when it's that small. Jake, <laughs> yeah. Jake, you got a you got a story about getting beat up? Is it another uh, jujitsu class? Yeah, with, uh, uh, undefeated, undefeated in jujitsu and kickboxing. Never been touched like uh, Floyd Mayweather's uh, boxing career. Um, uh, they uh, they still haunt my name. Impressive, but uh, yeah. Um, uh, I did. Uh, it was fourth grade. We were at recess, and uh, we were playing a little soccer. And uh, um, my uh, there's this kid in our class named Mike, uh, and he uh, kicked the ball. And uh, it we didn't have the net, so it was like no net soccer. So like it looked like it went through, and I was like. He thought he scored a goal, so he was cheering. He said, oh, I'm scoring a goal. I scored a goal. I was like, no, dude, you didn't score a goal. It was out of bounds. And his response to that was to punch me straight in the nose three times. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? And then, um, you know, I, like, grabbed him, but then he pulled down my mat. Then he pulled down my hat. I was wearing a hat, so I couldn't see anything. It was, like, hockey style. And... uh and I remember just like laying on my back, uh, like a couple of kids pushed him off of me and just laying on my back. And like, I was like, my nose was bloody and, uh, we're like, Hey man, you all right? I'm like, yeah, what happened? Kind of. <laughs> Cause I was confused. Like why he punched <laughs> me in the face and, uh, how old, how old fourth are you? grade. So, uh, so like 10 or 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so I, all because I said, you yo, Mike, really missed. Liked- and he didn't think he missed. So. When you're hearing it, when you got punched, where you're hearing it's going, yeah, that's what scared him. He thought I had a bomb on me. It's like a a self-defense move. Like it's like you're hearing it, sense danger, and just yeah. So we think being picked on. What was that? Do you think being picked on at such a young? Do you think being picked on at such a young age like that is what forced you to go and just beat up women to make yourself feel Mm -hmm. better? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Um, we we got I got him back though eventually in high school I uh I got I got him back in high school. Oh yeah, would you pull his pants down? We did pull down his pants uh in high school. That was awesome in front of the girls, and he's like, I don't care, my dick, my dick's huge. And I was like, Well, Mike, it's not. It's n- it really wasn't that big. And uh, he uh he left school early that day, and then uh, we also uh uh on a night of drinking in high school uh. He wanted to get branded, so we branded him, and uh, now he's got that on his skin. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what you brand him with? Uh, his his initials with a fork. Yeah, ML. So oh my God, and so he was wearing. It was like happened during sweat, uh, the summer, so he was like wearing like a sweatshirt in the summer because he didn't want his parents to see. <laughs> no, you didn't. Now, when she said the initials, now I know he talked about. But. Yeah. Um, but so, do you have a be- a better story about being beat up, Kev? Or was that not really? I, I think what? I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to ask Jake a question. Yeah, but, but it's alright. You could ask it if you want. Okay, if you want, yeah. it's fine. No, it's probably a bad question. No, it was, yeah. no, it was gonna. It was a good question, but I forgot how I was going to ask it, so it's alright. So wow. No. Well, if you don't know how to ask, then probably shouldn't ask. I had it in my mind, and then I, I kind of just forgot what I was. So, like, say, what, so. what's it like? Where, where, and hearing aids, huh? Hmm. Hmm. No, I, <laughs> I, 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 I really asshole. 
right, let's uh let's move on to the next question from uh oh, it's another girl. It's Ashley says Wow. Name name a superpower. Alright, hold on. Name a superpower you want, but it can only be used for bad. Well, that's pretty easy because I can use any superpower for bad. Yeah, if I'm able to do anything. I mean, have you guys ever but, watched The Boys? I mean, yeah, I, I love it. No, I haven't seen it yet. Sorry. I want to watch it. I just, you know, I don't have time with the podcast and all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I think that knowing myself, what I would probably do if I can, I, I guess what? Can I guess what you would want? Sure. X-ray vision, so you uh, could look at girls naked. I was gonna say invisibility, pervert, invisibility. That's not. <laughs> I wouldn't want either of those. I mine would be more bigger picture. I would do in invincibility, and I would take over the world, and I would make all of you like I would conquer. Like, because there's nothing you, any of you could do to stop me. So I would become the most powerful person in the world. And I would basically do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And I would take what I wanted to take. If, like, you had a nice house, I'd be like, well, that's my house now. And, like, there's literally nothing you could do to stop me from taking your house. Yeah. Like, I could, you could be driving down a road, and I could, I could come, I'd be like, hey, guess what? I'm going to take a car. And you'd be like, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. And I'm like, eh, I am. I am going to take a car. And I'm just well, gonna take, yeah. I mean, if they could stop Thanos, they could probably stop you. But but who's who? I'm just saying, you've tried to take Tony, Tar- Tony Stark's house. You know, he's going to get his buddies and they're going to kick your I mean, ass. Tony Stark would have to be real. I'm the only one who's real. I'm the only one who has a superpower. Okay. All right, Jake, you got a superpower? So you would conquer based on, uh, not on power, but just being there. Just like an, an annoying snail that won't die or like a cockroach. You couldn't kill yeah. me. You exactly. Couldn't you're do not powerful. Gotcha. All right. Um, yeah. Mine would probably be. Like I would be, yeah. I would, I would, I would be as powerful as Superman, yeah. and I would just, I would, like, if you said no, I would rip your heart out, and I'd be like, mm, I think you I'm can't gonna do this. that though. You never said that part. You just said invincibility, but whatever. Keep adding to your what powers. I, you, then you could try and stab me. You could shoot me. You could do whatever yeah, you want. You're not exactly. going to be able to do anything. Okay, so. uh, mine would probably be to like read minds or. If I could get more specific, Ooh. go into the minds of people and like know their darkest fears, and like a kind of like a Professor scarecrow, X? like a darkest fears, and just make it happen. You know what I mean? Just be like, oh, this oh, person wow. doesn't so like. like... Were you, were you gonna you say? Do, like a Professor X, yeah. right? An X Men type of thing. You can, like... so like for example, like Kevin, what's your darkest fear? So we could just you know, for example, with Jake, what's your darkest fear? Dying. <laughs> bitch, bitch! <laughs> oh, what an idiot! So, uh, like, Jake would exploit that. Yeah, yeah, he would kill me. Yeah, or I'll oh, get you oh, close. Good to, work. Yeah, I get you like like a scarecrow or something like that. Um, you know, if you have like a fear of elephants, yeah, like if I was afraid of dark, or if I was afraid of spiders, Jake would have spiders crawling all over my skin. Yeah, all that stuff. So that's what I would do. I just scare uh, people. Yeah, it'd be fun. 
Andrew? Yeah, so, like, if it were me, I would kind of do, like, uh, you know, like, Mystique from X-Men, how she could, like, change into anyone. Ooh, okay. I would, wa- I would want to do something like that, and then I could do, like, I could, literally, the possibilities are endless, you know? I could, uh, be the president and, like, make decisions for the world. I could, you know, be Jeff Bezos and send all the money in Amazon to Andrew's account, you know? Or I could be... Mark and Jerry Jones and draft JJ. I can be Jerry Jones and draft JJ Arcega Whiteside. You know, like yeah. that. that's good. That's a good one. Like actually. that. I like that one. That would be awesome. Even that's just like a good one. I like. I could. I could be Kevin and I could go to the bank and open a an account and and you know. You'd Go to open, Mexico. You open an account at Wells Fargo. Yeah, yeah, without you knowing about it. Even even like on Just a small like you did to hundreds. <laughs> even on a small scale, imagine like dressing up as like Tom Hanks and like going to a well, restaurant. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren knew I'd probably be arrested. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, imagine like dressing up as like. Uh, you know, like you, you could be like transformed to Tom Hanks and go to a restaurant and just be really mean and rude and you know say some horrible shit and just be like people's like oh my god yeah Tom like Hanks. someone universally yeah, like, loved yeah. yeah like you could be like you could show up at a restaurant like as like um like yeah like a Tom Hanks and just like start dropping the N word yeah like oh my god Tom Hanks. Tom no you no like, I would I would. Be, Queuing on his right. I diddle children all day long. And like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like, like a whole, like, like weirdos out there would be like, let's go get Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it would just be. I would like become Tom Hanks and I would find him somewhere and I'd have like a following of people following me like, oh, it's Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. And I'd run into the real Tom Hanks and be like, that man is an imposter. <laughs> get him. That's funny. I've been I've been cloned. <laughs> yeah, someone someone get my my replica. Uh, doppelganger. That's funny. funny. That's a good one. Uh, good, good question. Good yeah. question. Well, we got one more. Uh, this one comes in from uh, Rich. He oh. wants to know your best strip club story. Best. Okay. Strip club story. It may be your only strip club story, um, um, but make I guess, sure it's the best. I guess I'll I'll start because um, I've been to the strip club one time and uh, it wasn't like fantastic. You know, you saw boobs and that was great. You know, threw a couple bills, but it was Came all there's pants. nothing. Came all in, in all, pants, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. All deal. in all, it was nothing crazy. I will say though, I, I had a friend go to AC though. Um, uh, two weeks ago, uh, and he was talking to me while we were playing poker that, like, he went to the strip club, and it was hilarious that they were, like, wearing masks, but, like, they were completely naked. <laughs> and I just, like, love that. I love that image of, like, a girl, like, rubbing her cooch in your face, but, like, not breathing on you. <laughs> yeah. You're possibly getting queefed on. Safety but... first. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. If she queeps, it's got to be like six feet away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like a sneeze. It comes out at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> that makes me want to get know, I think it's funny it. also. I think it's funny that Kevin is making fun of Jake saying he comes in his pants when literally the only person on this podcast who's done that is Kevin. <laughs> but we can move on. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Rip him. <laughs> Sorry. Backing you up. Anything else you want to add to that, Jake? Thanks, man. Uh, no, I don't I care. Just... That right. makes you want to go to. <laughs> That's a good story. At least I'm being honest with our audience, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, 
That makes me want to go to the strip club. Now. So, Kev, you you got a strip club story you going to uh, fill us in on? Uh, why don't you go? I mean, I mean, I know you live there, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at Bada Bing and Tony Soprano was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin's like, oh, come on, I don't live there. They kick me out when they close. <laughs> Why don't you go? I'll, 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 I'll end it. You go. Kevin's like, they, they, they tell me to stop hanging out in the parking lot for the girls to come out. <laughs> Make sure they go to their car safe. Stop adding, stop adding them on Facebook. Um, alright, so let me, let me go with my story. Um, just like Jake, I've only been to the strip club one time. Um, it's something that, I feel like it's something that when you get with a group of guys, they're always like, oh, we're going to the strip club tonight. And then it never happens. Um, and that's fine with me because when I went there, um, well, let me backtrack. I was down in Miami. It was my bachelor party. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, uh, we were out drinking and, uh, at a couple clubs and we were like, you know what? Let's go for it. And there's two big strip clubs down there that literally look like a BJ's wholesale club or a Costco, like shut down. And they said, all right, well, we got this big empty building. Let's put a pole that goes from the ceiling down to the floor. <laughs> and I swear, um, we get there. First off, my brother came with us down there, and my brother was under 21 at the time. Oh, wow. My brother is about 120 pounds lighter than me, yet we used my ID to get me in, and then someone passed it back to him, and he used it to get in. Uh and he got back, he got into all the bars that we went to, including, you know, the strip club. Really? Wow. So, uh, yeah, it, it was actually really funny that it, it, it worked. I guess our faces look similar enough. Hmm. So, uh, the one night we took an Uber, which was, it wasn't even an Uber. It was like a limo. We had, to, it was the only way to get there. Um, we drove all the way out. It was like an hour ride, but we was like, screw it. We're going to, uh, Tootsie's was the name of the place. Tootsie's. Okay. And <clears throat> get in there. And I, I was just like, I was like, wow, look at this place. Like it's all the lights. Well, I mean, it's, it's dark, but like the neon lights and the bar and the big pole and the titties everywhere. This is crazy. But I was like, what, what do I do? I have never been there before. My younger brother, who wasn't even 21, couldn't even get in on his own, had to teach me strip club etiquette. <laughs> and we went up to the, you know, we went up and got a seat right at the stage. And, uh, you know, this pole, I swear, this pole had to be like 25 feet tall. And this Holy girl shit. came out and she was, she was thick. She was probably, she could probably play linebacker for the Eagles. <laughs> um, she wasn't like fat or anything like that, but she was like built. She climbed this pole all the way to the top rafters. And she was like hanging from the rafters and knocking her feet together. It was, it was a show and a half. I was just like in awe. I was crazy. Then she dropped wow. and slid down the pole like, like she fell and stopped like two feet from the bottom. Holy it was crazy. <laughs> so they do this little dance and then they walk around and they're like, okay, now you can give me your money. And I'm watching how other people do it. And my brother's telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, you can, you know, you know, you uh, you give them a dollar and you can touch their boob or you know you can touch their butt or something and it's <laughs> like um it's like okay um all right this is cool this is fun but that was really it like they didn't really seem to enjoy it I felt like I was watching they're like not people that much fun they're they're 
I felt like I was just watching, uh, you know, animals in cages perform. Like, they didn't seem like they were enjoying it. They were just doing it for the money. And the funniest part, too, is that, like, all the money that was, like, thrown at them, some people make it rain, and, like, the money's sitting on the ground. Before the next person comes out, someone comes with a laundry basket and just throws all the money in there. (laughs) Yeah, real nice place. Uh, Yeah, they're not... they're, They're... They're very sad places to be. Uh, I'm, I'm by no means a strip club expert, but I've probably been, honestly, uh, I count on one hand how many times I've been. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's not like, uh, what do you want to do tonight? Oh, let's go to the strip club. Yeah, like, I, even as a single guy, I wouldn't want to. Personally, I don't understand it because you're not, as just as you said, they don't want to, they really don't care. They don't, they don't. They're doing it just as much as that when I was a server and someone would tell a bad joke at a table and I laughed. <clears throat> I really I didn't think like your joke was funny. I hate your joke. And so <clears throat> so I always – we my one, one time when I went to the strip club, uh, when I was used to travel for work all the time, uh, my first year there uh, when I was single, and I, I think I have to – my girlfriend listens to the podcast and is also sitting right behind me while I'm telling the story. We were not together. So, um, you know, we had gone to the strip club and (laughs) glad you made it clear. So it was funny though to watch because we didn't, we, we just went there to kind of play pool in the middle of North Carolina. So we're watching. It's, It's really funny when you actually stop and go to a strip club and watch kind of what goes on around you. And then you can actually like the patrons. Yeah, those people are the funny ones to watch. And then, then you have then the strippers go get start getting pissed off at you because you're playing pool, not paying attention to them, ordering beers from the bar, and they're like coming over and they're all talking to you. They're like, you know, how are you guys doing? Like they're you are making them. You're making them work. Really give an effort into it because they're like. I'm going to get a dance from this person. You know what I mean? It's almost like a challenge to them that like, Oh, Hey, here's here is it's when we went, it was three guys and they just were just like, you know, like we're just all hanging. We're, the three of us are hanging out <clears throat> and they were, they would spend, there was like, there was times when they would spend the entire time with us and it would be like, all right, well, we're going to go, you know? And, uh, um, one of the time, and this isn't the funny part. This isn't the best story, but, the um, like the one, the one girl that walked up to us, she had like a really tiny head, and <laughs> she, she looked like she had uh, Zika, and she oh. like, you could tell, you could tell that she like practiced, like the the hot like the coming up. It was like hi hi, but and like she like couldn't get out the high when she walked over, and I was like, oh, it's your, tonight's your first night, and it was like she walked over, she was like, hi 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 hi. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it was bad. Um, but that wasn't the, that wasn't the, the, the story that I have is a little bit different. It was, uh, it was again, my first time it was Mike's, uh, bachelor party, which I was the, um, <clears throat> I was the, the ordained minister marrying them. <laughs> so, all right. Good uh, place to, uh, yeah. so this is the, not the night, but it's two nights before his wedding. We went out, and I had just chugged. Uh, we had a we had a one of the uh, bigger uh, flasks, uh, not a flask. It's on a handle of 
fireball, but the one like right two? below it, what would that, what, what, what like a cool leader? Good. Yeah, a leader, a leader of fireball. And I'm just sitting in the parking lot, literally fucking chugging it right before we go in. And so all, all types of fucked up. And, uh, we had a friend there who was a veteran at it, who had taught just similar, very similar to Corey taught me the etiquette. Cause I had no idea what to do. You know what I mean? Like I no idea. Um, and so, um, like the night's going on and I'm just, I'm drinking beers out of our cooler. I'm getting more and more drunk and someone goes, gets up to go get a, uh, a lap dance and left their money on the bar, like in their seat. And the etiquette is you don't touch another man's money at the strip club. So I, of course, just reach over and slide that shit right in front of me. Holy shit. <laughs> so now, wow. Oh my God. So now I have a, uh, you know, $20 in singles in front of me or whatever. That's not mine. And I'm, all types of fucked up and I am just like and so this girl comes over and um and she's uh Kevin please be as descriptive as possible I'm having a hard time following I'm not um no so um she's clearly trying to entice me on giving her more money, but I, and I'm, again, I'm still very new at this. So I don't really know like how to, how to do, like how to hand the money, how to not to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I know you're do not, you have Venmo. I know you're not supposed to touch. I know that's the one thing that's like, that is like, like don't touch, don't touch. And, and nor did I want to, because honestly, like I don't want hepatitis C. So again, I'm not. It's not like one of those things like where you're yeah, there. You got enough STDs as it is, right? Yeah, it's not one of those things. <laughs> Boom! It's not, it's not one of those things when you're there. Like you see the sadness in it. See, that's my always thing when I go. Whenever yeah. I, like it's the sadness that there's people there that are more that are like that they think they're finding love. That they think these girls are like I understand. That you're just, they're just there for a buck. That's really it. That's it. They just want your dollar and they just want to go out the right. Like there's guys and, who think like, oh, she actually likes me. Yeah. And that's, that's the, it's almost like going to Atlantic City and thinking that you're going to win money, right? It's the worst thing that you could possibly well, I do. Well, I mean, I, I, I always do. Yeah. But, clean house. Well, it's silly that, that you would actually think that, you know, you're not that handsome, Andrew. So they're not. They, they, well, don't, they don't want you, bud. Well, so. that, that, that's the, the most false thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> uh, um, so video, there's so, new video evidence of this, so maybe not. I, I stopped recording. Yeah, I don't know where you think we're putting this video up, Jake, but <laughs> yeah. only fans. Uh, so anyway, so uh, she bent over and in front of me, and I went to, to give a dollar, and I paper cut her with a wow. dollar. and. She literally. Oh, did you like, leave? She jumped up, and then uh, the uh, security came over and had to talk to me. And I was like, "I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. All right. All right." And um, yeah, that was my. Again, I don't really. It's not a. It's not a great story. Now, was so, that your dollar or was that the other man's? Oh, it was dollar. the other man's dollar. I think that the funny part of that, the whole story, is it's not my money. It's not anything to do. <laughs> Play with the house money. I stole it from someone else. I, you know. <laughs> And again, I, you know, 
I guess the moral of the story is guys, like our younger people, don't go to strip clubs. They're not worth it. They're really not. They're not. It's they're silly. They're you know. Well, if you uh, want to watch a girl wear a honestly, mask and you know nothing else, then yes, go. Yeah, you yeah, want to go not into pool. you. You want to go play pool? Go play pool at a at a pool house. You know, it's not. You know, it's, yeah, if you go in there and you're not looking for some action, and they come over and they're trying to talk to you. Like you could, the one thing is that you could t- sometimes, like I mean, we went to North Carolina, so we did, we were able to get some cheap beers. It was like it, that that was nice at least. You know, it's not yeah because they're they just want you to kind of stay there and drink. But most of them around here, they're not they're they're BYOB anyway. Um, mm-hmm. you know, from but like I know the one in Lakewood was at least when I was there last. You know, but I don't know. Moral of the story. Strip clubs, not worth it. So. Not for us, yeah. yeah. Not not fans. No. You know, I, I, you know, and I know. I know some stories about some friends who've, who've done some fucked up things at strip clubs before, but I don't know. Yeah, no. we don't have to divulge into that. Yeah. I would just say, save your money and spend it on OnlyFans. You probably get some better content there. Maybe even a personalized video if that's yeah, what you're looking possibly. for. They might say you're not. Um, for the price of a lap dance, you probably could probably could do that. So, like, I don't know. I mean, some people are on OnlyFans are like. Ten fifteen dollars a month, which I feel is outrageous, you know, when when there's so much free porn on the internet. But if you're gonna go pay, you know, fifty bucks at a strip club in a night, well, I I, I bought I bought the 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 groom a, a lap dance that night, and it was it was like fifty bucks, something like that, or whatever, twenty five bucks, whatever it is. It's like you know, that's a lot of money to pay someone. Yep, who to really, tease you. It doesn't give a fuck about you. At the end of the day, you literally just gave someone twenty five dollars to just to do what? To you're not doing anything. You're not again. You're not. Not there's no. She's not going to go in there and be like, "I just want to let you know, I've been waiting my entire life for this moment. Uh, you're my Richard Gear, uh, and I'm your Julia Roberts." That's not. That's not going to happen. You know, she's probably just looking to get some money for heroin. And that's about it. Yeah, right. She's like, you know, I've been here every night waiting for the man of my dreams to walk in, and then here you are. Mm -hmm. I would love to be. You could go to the strip club. That would actually be a better topic that we have in our podcast. Uh, The sadness of men who go to strip clubs. Yeah, we'll love. We'll do a sixty minutes on it. And we can have guests come in and be like, like the ones that tell us, you know, it's like, yeah. But listen, yeah, you no. could go to the strip club, drop two hundred bucks, and you know, I guess have a good time having girls you don't know tell you, "Oh man, you're so handsome. I'm so glad you came here." Or you could drop two hundred bucks on Cameo and pay Carol Baskin to say literally whatever you want. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I just looked it up. That's how much hers costs. <laughs> bucks, I and I would rather have. I would rather pay two hundred dollars to have Carol Baskin be to actually write and make her say like you know. I fed my husband to to a tiger. That would be and great. And be like, you have to say it because I because I paid yeah, you. I did it, pay you, know? so I would rather do that than than anything that has to do with the, a strip club anymore. Yeah. But, you know. So uh, again, the like, to our younger audience out there, yeah, the twelve, thirteen year olds. Anyway, <laughs> it's just a, it's just a waste of money. It's a fucking money pit. Yeah. Are you gonna risk COVID over some fake love? Think about that. Especially in COVID, and you know that they don't take care of those. I mean, they just they wear, well, apparently they wear masks. They so wear masks. They, they got that going, but it's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. 
I saw some things in the the North Carolina strip, Fayetteville, North Carolina. That was just like it was disgusting. Like I just, just remember, just like, 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 and people are like dishing out all this money for it, and I'm just like, like that girl, she's a hippo, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> and she was, what? she was a hungry, hungry hippo eating oh, all their money man. that they were just pouring in for, and it was just like you know, she's the busiest girl of the night. It was just crazy. It was insane. It's a North but, Carolina. Eight it's right like, there. what are you getting for throwing this money at her? You know, and, and kudos to them. I mean, they're making more money than I am. I, I have a pretty good job, and they're oh, making more money than I. Am. I mean, I, they make- I don't want to knock strippers, you know, because listen, obviously, I, there's a, a, a clientele. The high, the high, they the, serve a need. The high end ones. I mean, shit. Like they'll pr- they probably clear six figures. I so wish I would say they stripper. make a lot more money than all of us combined. Yeah, well, not Jake. Not Jake. Me. I think Jake is a drug dealer. Can I just say it out loud right now? I just think that. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to talk about the fact that Jake has seven thousand dollars. That fucking money. The kid has a money bag. <laughs> that was seven thousand. I'm pretty sure that was just seven thousand dollars in a money bag. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just, can we say this? Are we recording this video? Just, no, we're not. I, I just Jake, hold that up for a second, Jake. Hold on. I got yeah. hold the Jake, whole money hold, bag. Hold on, hold on. Hold, I got that whole Jake. money bag. Why is oh, it just okay. out in the open in your room? Yeah, I'm right. I got that shit locked and loaded. I actually just de- uh, deposited Jake. a fair amount of it too. What that? Can you take? Can you take that out, Jake? Yeah. Can you? Just spread want? that spread that around for all to all. I had. Just, a, can, can you throw it on the angle? There's that one side. I, I think that's that's only one, right? That's yeah. that's. Can you throw some more up there? Sure. Look, well, this look is a at good this one. kid. Look at this kid living in a room with bunk beds, but has like this. <laughs> He's got bad stacks. Those, those are those are those are fifteen. Cash is my type of cash. Just, I Jake, what do you? I just deposited. I just deposited in the bank a huge load, <laughs> a huge one. Oh so, my god! I know that was funny. The, Jake, you've had some uh, some good content tonight. But <laughs> I got to say, the Miles Sanders with the he fumbled a lot of football, so I don't want him fumbling my balls. Was probably one of the oh god, uh, one of the all time great. Uh, Jake, I we get it. Jake, you have <laughs> Jake. That's two thousand dollars right there. We understand. Was that two thousand or was that three thousand? Four. <laughs> Four. Four. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm pretty oh. sure Sarah's going to break up with me tomorrow. Jake. Jake. Uh, <laughs> so. Jading Dake. Jading uh, Jake. Yeah. Any sugar sugar it's babies funny. out there? <laughs> Jake. <laughs> the amount of money that Jake that Jake probably spends on the OnlyFans thing is yeah. probably fucking staggering. Though, so, yeah, Saudi but it, it, it doesn't nine? always work because Thanks he has to mail the... them cash. <laughs> <laughs> they don't always take his payments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. That's funny, Jake. You got to like lay that money out on your bed and be like, "I did all this selling Pokemon cards <laughs> <Yeah>. online." <laughs> Ask, ask me how. <laughs> Sign up for my class. You, want, you should take like a consult, like to be like, you know, like set up a, a Facebook page that's like, you know, like I made all this money investing in it. And it's like throw them, like people would, pull, if you just spam a bunch of people, 
people will contact yeah. you and would just be like, how do I do this? Like, Give me a thousand dollars a month and I'll show you how to make your trip. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then just, yeah, you want to be your own boss? Get a waiter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have no bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> Move in with your parents. And, and also <laughs> invest heavily into sports betting and hopefully you win. That too. Uh, Bitcoin, by the way, yeah. is uh, is through the roof. So no surprise. Don't bet in that. But no that's probably going to come down. Yeah. Well, I think we could end this one on Kevin's great uh, investing advice. So <laughs> thank you, Kevin. If you want more of that, you can follow his page. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and follow my minivan. So follow, yeah. My- <laughs> follow my dented uh, champagne colored minivan all the way to the bank. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Champagne, right? We'd be popping bottles, buddy. All right. Bottles, baby. So. Yes. But, mm, yeah. All right. This is a good one. All right, all guys. Right. Uh, this is a long one, but uh, any was, final words? Yeah. You know, and I think it's good because we're we're giving people the option to to jump ahead. So. Also, and we we're testing it out that uh, the setup. You know what really is- stuck is if none of this recorded. I know. <laughs> Wait, you guys were supposed. To, you want me to record this? I thought you were doing it, uh, Kevin. On that note, uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let this one go. We'll uh, we'll see all you guys after the Green Bay Packers game next week. After Maybe the Eagles, after the Eagles loss, you mean? Uh, yeah, I didn't say the Eagles game next week. I said the Packers game next week. Um, you know, maybe in person, maybe remote. We'll see how no, this turned I, out. Yeah, if it works, it works. So, yeah. Either way, and then uh, that's think it. about it. Then we can start doing it nightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that would fucking fly. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it for me, Kevin. You, uh, you want to say anything uh, to anyone? You say anything uh, profound? Mark? No, Mark, stay with your girlfriend. What the fuck do I care? Oh, <laughs> Jake, play us out. Okay. That was not the song I thought you were going to play.